What are we? What are we doing, dude? I don't know. Do you need a hug? All right, let's do it. So I was doing some research. It's like therapy for us. You're just easing into not having much time on your hands. And I'm stoked for the journey. What's up, everybody? My name is Brian Boyd, and I'm the Zach Gitler, and we are two dads on a mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Episode number twenty coming at you live. All right, everybody. Today we are talking about seven ways life changes when you become a dad. Now, this one's really big to me because this just happened to me, right? You're, you're kind of a veteran in this that you see. You're you are the guy that. Uh, uh, comes to me and says, uh, oh, just wait. Oh, this, did, wait for this, wait for that. And then I'm the guy that's always like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then there's like that next level of dad that's got like the 14-year-old that's like, yep. you guys are clowns. You don't have a clue yet. And then you got the next level that's like got the kid in college and like, oh, wait till you have to pay for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Agree, yeah, you described it perfectly. That's so perfectly. it's kind of funny that there's all these stages. So, but this is really tailoring to Maybe uh, those of you that want are, are about to become dads, want to become dads, and then for the rest of you, it's just a funny way to look back and say, like, ha, I remember that. And was it, are these true or are these false? Right. Did they adapt? I think, yeah. 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 So before we jump into the episode, I want to give a, a shout out uh, to one of our favorite breweries. They are a local brewery here in San Diego, Modern Times. Your beer, uh, I've just got, I'm, I, I personally am a, um, a, uh, uh, a beer, member of a beer connoisseur. I, I'm I'm a member of their league. Okay. League of of party goers. Is that an actual thing or like uh-huh. that's what you say when you like a beer? No no no. So I'm I am a member of the, their league of party goers. So I get like some awesome benefits to uh, special beers that they have. But this is one of my favorite beers, the Fruitlands. So uh, those of you that are in the uh, West Coast, you can get their beers. Um, I'm not sure where they're distributed out in the rest of the country. Um, but they did open a, another brewery in Portland, which I was super stoked on. And I uh, just appreciate you guys and your beers because, uh, you know, you make my mouth happy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. They might take that. They might take that for their advertising. Well, Twizzlers kind of already did that. Twizzlers really? makes mouths happy. Interesting. Yeah. But I'm not giving a shout out to Jess Twizzlers. had a Twizzler uh, on 4th of July, and it was in one of her drinks for oh, like as a, like a like decor. Strong. No, as a decor. And I'm like, and I was like, Jess, wait, hold on. I was like. And I was like, do you remember doing this as a kid? She's like, no. I'm like, what? What? Twizzler straws are the best. I know. Oh, man. I know. Okay. So uh, diving into this whole seven ways that life changes when you become a dad. We found this really funny article. Not just funny, but cool. On parents.com. Great uh, place for you to go and and read up on this stuff. But uh, talks about seven different uh, ways that your life can change when you become a dad. So the author of this article, his name is Nick Shell. He said, you know, um, <clears throat> when he was uh, leading up to his son's birth, uh, he got plenty of the, your life's gonna change. Uh, you know, say goodbye to your social life. Uh, you better sleep now, cause you're not gonna sleep then. And you know, he, he says, you know, there is some truth in all those things that are said to you, uh, but there's also a bright side to having the kid. And I'll be honest with you, uh, before we had Mac, all the things that people told me scared the shit out of me. Like I was, I was so 
like nervous about having Mac and I don't get nervous about a lot of things. Like a lot of things don't really make me nervous because I don't you, really care. But you can also control a lot of things. Exactly. And you that's have, exactly what choices. I was going to say. Yeah. Right. Like those, those things that I don't get nervous about, they're kind of my destiny. Like mm -hmm. I can choose mm -hmm. it, it, what's the outcome going to be with this one. You never know. Um, so you asked me just uh, today, you were like, how's it going? How's fatherhood? How's everything going? I'm just, I love it. Like, yeah, there's hard times, right? But when she smiles at me, dude, there, it, it washes all that shit. Yeah, and that's, I've, always, I've said this before, like, thankfully, the babies can be so cute and do something. Even at three and a half, even Arya, even this last week, I went through an hour tantrum. And I and I've no like I can handle them because I know it's a teaching phase right there. And if you commit to this, sometimes Jess cannot like get me out of the house. Even my mom's like pacing up and down, like looking at me, making her com co like comments under her her voice. But uh, but then it's done. And then after you know she calms down and we sit on the couch. She's like, Daddy, I love you. I'm sorry. Done. 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 I mean, that whole hour has just like washed away. But I mean, if kids didn't have that that ability, parenting would be a lot different. Well, I think there are <laughs> kids out there that don't have that ability because their parents don't instill that ability. True, I agree. Right, I agree. I, agree. I think it, I think what that does is speaks to your job as being a parent. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest with you, when I was teaching, right, I had to deal with kids that did not have that ability to understand that you need to be accountable for your actions, right? And oh my God, getting them to be like, yeah, I did that and I shouldn't have and I should have done this. It was like pulling teeth mm -hmm. and I'm just like, oh my God, you're screwed. I think we need to revisit the episode of like, we did the discipline, right? How do you discipline your kids? Yeah. I need to revisit that because I want to get interaction from everybody out there of like, how do they, you know, engage and discipline their kid? Because like, right when I, what I did last week is like, I was, I guess Jess calls me a drill sergeant. Because Good. like, because what I was doing is like, she wouldn't listen. So then we put her in her room and I close the door. I have to hold the door because she's trying to pry, pry it open. Wow. Like, oh, and she's screaming and, and like she, she bangs a couple You're times. literally holding the door. I'm holding the door because she'll open it up. And once the door opens, she's like looking at me. I can't even imagine my little angel doing that right now. Yeah, right. And now uh, my little uh, angel. I know, right? Your little angel. I know, right? In three years, you're like that devil of a child. <laughs> Damn you, yeah, I know. child! But like, I would, you know, I would. My my goal is to have her listen. So I would say you have to because she, she would scream in the other side of the door. She's like, I want to listen. I want to listen. Okay, I open the door. Like, are you ready to listen? Yeah. Sit down. I don't want to sit down. If you and I would explain. If you want to listen, is when Dad asks you something to do and you do it. That's listening. Do you want to listen? Yeah. Sit down. No. Shut the door. It was an hour of that, back Love and forth. It. Then I heard her sit down, I opened the door, and I was like, dang, do I go further right now? And I went in her room, I'm like, Aria, that was what listening is, and you did a good job. She's still like hyperventilating. Oh, yeah. And I still have to talk to a child in that stage of like, you can't really get things across, but she was calming down. I sat on her, on her bed, talked to her, and she's sitting on the floor. And uh, I was like, okay, Aria, that was good listening. Now you see those books there? Put your books away. I wanted to, uh, I could have been pushing it. A little bit it didn't take as long she put the books away a little bit mean she's like you know but she did it and i'm like aria that is what listening is when you do what we ask you to do mommy nana or me 
that is what listening is and we went to, do you want to go downstairs yeah do you want tink and then i some people say like it's bad to like give them what they want for that but i'm like you did what i said you know so i'm called a drill sergeant in certain ways but then again i told you know jess and my mom like i right now i don't know any other way but from what i've researched and read articles you know people are going to portray it and do it in whatever way they do as long as you do it i love and you're what you're saying right there and i uh, I think that when you got her to do what you needed her to do, and then you rewarded that behavior by giving her something that she wanted, mm-hmm. I, in my opinion, you are spot on. So one of the best advices I was ever given uh, was by a mentor of mine, um, Kelly uh, Cardenas, and he said uh, in our business world, he said, appreciate what you want to appreciate. In other words, appreciate the things that you want to grow. So when you uh, appreciated her doing those things for you uh, by giving her things that now she wants and needs, that at the end of the day, she did the things you needed her to do, which is the most important thing because that's what you needed done. You're her parent, mm-hmm. right? And it wasn't something over the top. It's not like you're, you're going crazy. You're telling her she needs to put her books away and that's what she needs to do. And then you're appreciating that behavior by uh, doing things that you know are going to make. But some people happy. like knock you like you shouldn't reward that kind of thing. I'm like, well, then those people are idiots. Yeah. And I don't care. It's like, you know, how you parent is how you parent. As long as you're doing, if, as long as you're parenting, I think that's what you got to like strive Dude, positive for. reinforcement is such a better way mm-hmm. of discipline than negative reinforcement. But you know what's different with our world is that we, we have a different category in, in, in our world. We have my mom who's 68, who grew up kids, four kids, a different way, let's say. And uh, like me and Jess have talked about this, mom, you'll probably watch this, you know, like how we are parenting to Hi, where to where you are used to parenting and uh, your generation is used to their ways. And there's no breaking out of those ways. When, when I think once you hit 60, it's just it's how it is. What you grew up on, that's that's the right way. That's it. It's very t- tough to break out of that mold. And so, like, you know, she's witnessing days of what we're doing and I can see it <laughs> like I would do this. I'm like, but I, but I would always in- engage like mom, like, you know, what did you do with us? You know, because I always say my my world is, you know, I'm writing my own book, but I want to do research. I don't have to take the full thing, but I take a piece. I take a sentence of the paragraph you just said, and I write. I put that in my book. But I always, I mean, uh, info is free, and it's it's very important to get as much as you can. Well, I think what we talked about last uh, episode or the episode before is it, it's kind of like that communication piece with your kids. Like if you're not willing to adapt to text message through communication with your kids, like your mom didn't have that option with you guys. But if 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 you're not willing to adapt in, into that with your kids then maybe you're not hitting it in the best way possible. So you can't take the criticism of other people from a different generation that that's not how they did it, but that doesn't mean that it was the right way to do it. And who's to say what's right or wrong, but it's a different way, a different approach. I think in my, in my experience with kids, positive reinforcement was always, I always had greater outcomes and more uh, quick outcomes than I did with negative reinforcement, right? So like with our employees, it was it's like, okay, what is it that um, you're doing well? I'm doing this. Okay, what is it that you need to work on? Well, I'm doing this. Okay, well, I see that you're doing this, this, and this, right, that are, that are great. Let's work on those things. And as soon as we see them doing those things, it's like, you're doing great. Mm-hmm. You're doing great. Keep it up. Keep it up. Don't let it slack. You're doing great, right? It's not, it's not going to them and being like, 
God, you really dropped the ball on that shit. Like, you think that's gonna motivate somebody? That's not gonna motivate anybody. So it doesn't change. It doesn't change from kids to adults in everything. It's just communication, right? And how it come across. Yep. And someone takes it. In. If they don't take it in the way you want, then switch it up. Are you ready to go rapid fire? Rapid fire. We're gonna get into the topic we're talking about after we ran for that, but that was a good rant. Right no, it there. was good. It was good. I think it hit. It hit right on home. So seven ways life changes when you become a dad. Yes. So we're gonna go back and forth a little bit. I'm gonna give one to Zach, and then he tells me his thoughts, and then he's gonna give one to me. I'm gonna tell him my thoughts. Okay. Ready? <laughs> okay. On your mark, get set, go. All right, you're asking me first? Yep. Okay. Okay, your me time disappears from your schedule. Yes, I will 100% agree with that, but also it depends about everything else in your life, of your business, of your job. Like, I don't know what you do. For us, we're very busy people. But yes, it does. But then you learn ways to bring it back in. Yes. That's, that's, look, you're never ever not learning. You're never ever trying to better your life. And if you, if you're not trying to do these things, you need to keep, you need to start because, um, yeah, that me time is important, whether it be, you know, you and significant other, or just you alone, uh, again, coming back to communication, you talk about with your significant other about what, what do you need or, or you, um, observe and just do it for them and say, look, go take, go grocery shop, go grocery shopping by yourself. Yep. Like that's a big one with Jess. Go grocery shopping by herself. She's like, loves it. Like, ah. loves it. But I know that. I'm observant and I know that, you know? And Now um, she has some me time. Yeah, your me time definitely does disappear. I will agree, I will agree with that. Mm -hmm. So now I ask you. Yep. You are now responsible in a way that you have never been before. Oh, man. This, uh, so this probably hits me more than any anything that I have uh uh, felt as a, as a new father, I literally will hold her and look at her and I will think about my income and I will think about what I want for her. And I've never had to, I've never had to think about that. Like, like, so Molly, Molly's always worked, right? She's always had a job. She started, a, we started a business, all that. I never had to think about that with her, right? Um, I never had to fully support Molly financially. And then for this, it makes, when I, when I hear the responsible, it really goes back to the financial aspect for me. I know that there's so many other responsibilities and we talk a lot about those other responsibilities, social responsibilities, um, uh, uh, engagement responsibilities, um, discipline responsibilities, those types of responsibilities. I feel like I'm really in tune with those things. I hope so, but it's the financial. I wanna make sure that I'm setting her up successfully for anything that she would need in the financial aspect. But let me, let me piggyback real quick. You, that will go away. I, I'm sure it will. It will go away because for me it has gone away because I was the same way. You actually be, gain more confidence in yourself as time goes on. And I'm trying to instill that in Jess of just like, you have to look at where we are in life, not with a child, but where we are in life. How did we get here? Because of the people we are, what we do. Raising a child is going to be, you know, or in regards to like financial or um, how is she going to grow up in the world and view these things or technology using. I have zero, zero worry that Ari is not going to grow up to be an amazing human being. Right. And that's odd. Just like categorize that. That's it. Not like where's she going to college? I mean, I have views on everything, but she will be an amazing human being. And no, I love no that. Worries. And that's the right approach. That is the right approach and the right mindset. And I think because it's so new to me, 
Um, it's just one of those things I'm grasping my head around. Well, I was too. I mean, I was more worried about the financial of like how much everything is cost. Uh, we were getting by, not getting by, but like, you know, doing what we do and uh, we were going to be able to go to vacation. Now it's all going to change. It's gone. But it just, it you adapt and things. And all of a sudden, like we're more, uh, not profitable, but like successful now than before we had a baby. Mm-hmm. How the heck did that happen? You don't know. You have to just throw that away and you have to have um, confidence in yourself and what you're able to do together as a team that's it right that's it when people go off the well what ifs and what about this stop talking stop talking do you believe in yourself then that's all that matters and just stop talking right okay although you're overly aware of your role as a provider so you're aware of your role as a like provider, a healthcare provider yes, <laughs> yes dr gittler yeah uh you may become intimidated and frustrated by what your gender limitations are i don't understand the question okay so um you are a male right you cannot do certain things uh, that the female counterpart can do. So you have to be, you, you can't get, it's about how do you become less intimidated or frustrated yes, by this? Yes, I read the paragraph. I do get it. So like breastfeeding is what's said in this article. Um, when she, when Ari was born, uh, and I tell Brian that Brian and Molly are doing a great job of um, trading off in tasks. I think if you're about to have a child, I think when that child's born, trading off tasks is very important and not just doing everything together. If, uh, you know, wifey's got to uh, wake up and breastfeed, you know, if she needs something, of course, go get it. But you don't have to wake up and just kind of like, are you OK? I, I remember just like hanging out like, do you need anything and this and that. But uh, yeah, gender limitations. The only way I can counteract that is anytime a conversation comes up, and I do believe this, women have it horribly worse than men, period. I'm not saying this for like to gain you like me. It's 100% true in so so many ways from babies (laughs) to makeup to uh, clothing to it's you have it horribly. it, It sucks. It sucks. So whatever I can do to make it better or you know, in the experience, then I will do. But uh, yeah, as the baby is born, had taking turns and you know, trading off and things is, is super important. And going back to like your me time, that's where you can give back. You know, the gender limitations, you can give back to that gender limitation by giving that your significant other me time. Yeah, and I, I do need to say though, your mascara is on. Point it's it's today. on it's on point. I think what they say it's on fleek. It's on fleek. You gotta get this stuff. It's on Amazon. We'll put a link in there. You can buy. It. Yeah, yeah. If Jess is here, she we, she she could drop some knowledge on that. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Next one. Yep. You feel that no matter what, how much money you make, it will never be enough to care for your new child's needs. Right. We just talked about exactly. this, right? So, um, you know, after Mac was born, we got bills from the hospital. Thank goodness we had we have good insurance. But, you know, then I start thinking about college and I start thinking about vacations and I start thinking about what I'm providing for her and, and what can we afford. And I want to provide the best lifestyle possible. But, you know, at the, at the end of the day, um, I'm, I, I'm not a millionaire. Most parents out there aren't millionaires, and there's some badass kids out there that don't come from extremely wealthy, financially yeah, you, successful families. You'll be 100% fine. Did you get a college plan? We do, okay. yep. So we have a 529 yeah. set up uh, for her. Uh, it, there's multiple people, bless, um, we're blessed, that are contributing to it, which is really cool. I was gonna, I was gonna cancel Arya's because my views on college, but I'm keeping it now because I came across a kid that was, I did, I did a bar about mitzvah before, now she's going to college, but guess where she's going to college for the first year? Rome. So whatever college she got accepted to, the first year is, because I've heard it's been second year. I just have views on college right now, I think in, in 15 years, it's gonna be a different world, 
college already is not needed as much as it was 10 years ago. So I'm like the, the, the world of five to nine, you know, you have to use it for college. If not, you have to gift it to a family member, but if you take the money out, you get dinged big time. So, I mean, I'd but rather you can also use it, not just for college. You can use it for any type of educational growth for your child. So, and think about the way that the, the world is going in regards to that is, is a lot of, um, uh, people are doing trades. They're not doing college per mm -hmm. se. So like tech, tech companies okay. like IT yeah, so yeah. or things like that. You know what I mean? They're learning trades. They're not just going to college for four so years. So it's good. So it'll be there for, I mean, I'm going to always keep it, you know? And also yeah. like, as you said, people are contributing. If everybody ever wants to give her a, a gift, I will just say like, look, just contribute to her college. Totally. You know, like, but that's, uh, but going back to like, you know what I said, you'll have zero worry. Cause already well, it's, it's starting to go that way. Now that I'm getting more in tune with how everything's going. And I, I know how much we're spending on her. Cause you just don't know that at the beginning. You don't know. Everyone says like, Oh, you're going to spend so much money on diapers. Well, Costco's badass, man. Mm -hmm. And they really help out cause they give me thousand diapers for 40 bucks. And I'm like, sweet. Yeah. It's just a normal, what every person goes through, unless you are a bazillionaire. Yep. Uh, you just got to budget, budget differently. Yeah, it's, it, it is. But just like, I mean, a decision you made, not even thinking about it, but you guys loved uh, the outdoors and you bought a little trailer hitch and that alone, as I keep bringing it up, I'm like, that alone is going to give your child like the most amazing life experiences that a vacation to Maui, a vacation to Mexico to Alcas Resort will not give them. Right. You know, and that's, I mean, that's the best education you can get someone. So totally I agree. agree. Okay, you ready? Yeah. The new social norm is to spend basically all of your free time with your partner and baby. So that kind of like goes back, intertwines with like the me time. Mm -hmm. So the new social norm is to spend basically all of your time, free time with your partner. So that's the norm. People expect that. Of themselves, like, this is, remember, this is one of those things that people fear going into parenthood. Oh, oh, so right? like I'm going to lose my me time. Right. It kind of goes that's the how same thing. That's how the, the, the perception is that life will change. Yeah, I kind of, I mean, that's a, that's a iffy one for me. I mean, it's kind of like broad and they included this in the same one of the me time. So I think it, it, it segues into the me time. This one is kind of, well, what's it? You may feel guilty about leaving your wife and baby at home when you go and do anything other than uh, work or buy diapers. I get that to begin with, you know, I get that. But as they grow after like two years, I think it changes the first year. Definitely. Because those are very in, influential productive that you want to be around your child as much as you can um so yeah i, I get it i get it. i think we move on to the next one <laughs> i think that's all i gotta say about well i it. think i think <laughs> it, to what you're saying it, it's um it's absolutely um it, it's it's just a feeling that you have so when there's moments where i'm not with mac or with molly i do feel um, a little guilty but it's okay for me to not and i think that's what he's trying to point out is that it's considerably important to spend time on your own and it's important for your wife to spend time on her own you know what i mean yeah and as they get older it will change i mean it's changed for me of just like i mean hey every parent has felt you know out there like i just want to get the hell away from my kid right now like uh and that's okay and that's Don't the me and that's the me time but he says right here it's like uh uh, but just as you have to purposely set aside time for yourself and your family, it's important that you pencil in some time for your friends and hobbies. Totally. And it is, it is like Jess always says, like, you know, we do this and you know, Je we've talked to you like, well, Jess, where's, you know, I want my time. I'm like, sure. Just let me know what it is, whether it be hanging out with friends or like this and that. And, um, we'll make it happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's important. All right. Next one. Uh, naturally your new circle of friends will consist of other parents. <laughs> well, I would say that, yes, this does kind of happen. But Molly and I had kids later. 
right? I'm 37, she's 35. So it's not like we were 25, 26 having kids and then we were uh, all of our friends, like we lost all of our friends. The majority of our friends had kids um, already, like you and Jess, right? Mm -hmm. You guys are, you have a three-year-old, right? So for us, it's, um, it's true and I don't seem to, find myself hanging out with people that don't have friends or I mean don't have kids <laughs> don't have friends I'll be your friend yeah. <laughs> but that don't have kids we just don't really see we don't we don't find ourselves doing that really yeah so I agree. I, but I enjoy hanging out with people that have kids because I learn a lot from them yeah you guys were always attra- you were guys were more attracted to people with kids I feel yeah well I think that we just I I it's 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 it's, it's interesting that you say that we um we love being around kids, mm-hmm. like you know, but we loved our friends too, and we didn't want them. I think people might have a different perspective when they look at us and they had kids, because we would always hang out with them regardless. I think a lot of people are are detracted from people that have kids because they think like, well, I don't want to go over there and hang out with our kids. Oh yeah, like, people, we're like, dude, we love hanging out with your you kids. You are a rare breed, I would say, because even at like, I would even I might think that like if you like, yeah, come over and hang out and let's say you you only had a certain like one night out a week let's say and you're like yeah come hang out with us and our kid and like i would go out and not didn't do so many different things you know right but yeah you guys were always kind of like attracted and went that route so hence you have a child now right <laughs> I, I i think that was one of the things that made molly want to finally have kids yeah i agree okay last one you adopt a new version of being cool I would say I was already, I'm the same person I was before the child. I'm even more, the child actually makes it okay for me more to be child. To be you. To be me, for sure, 100%. I mean, I'm already a goofy person and childish in so many ways, but when I needed to hunker down and get business savvy, and I can do that, um, which makes it more of a connection with Aria than than and any kid in that fashion. I mean, you're probably the same way. It's like, put me around the kids, all of a sudden, it's camp, it's Camp Zach. Let's be cheesy around our kids. Yeah, and going back to like, I, I will show up in a clown suit at a birthday party and be the only parent there. You know, like- As you should. And I would do it without a kid. <laughs> That's your one. You know what I mean? And like that's why I hang out with yeah, you. Yeah, and that's why kids are amazing. And that's it, it. It says the biggest change is your biggest reward, your kid. You know, like it definitely for the well for the parents out there that were like maybe this would adapt more more to. Um, I think it's a huge benefit, right? You know, uh, a kid, and you'll see it in like grandma and grandpas a lot of times. It can put ten years on their life. Like I do, I truly believe my mom's a healthy person. My mom will live ten years more because she's around our child. I guarantee it. I guarantee it, mm-hmm. and, I, mm-hmm. and I love that about I love that about grandparents that want to engage with their grandkids. Um, we were having this conversation with a couple of grandparents yesterday, and they were saying the exact same thing that they just let, has brought a new life to them, mm-hmm. and I love that. So these are ways that your life will change. I think we've agreed, but that doesn't mean that change is bad. Change will always happen. Right? And so if you're just willing to adapt, change with it, and look at it not from like, oh my God, my life is over, to oh my God, my life has just begun. If you think your life is, if you're thinking those thoughts and you haven't had a baby yet, do not have a baby. Right. That you, you like, I will look at you and I'll tell you to your face, why are you having a child? Yeah. You know, so that's, yeah. So don't do it. Because yeah. your life isn't over. Literally, your life is just beginning. Yeah, but you, you I mean, you guys will think, and as we have of like, oh my God, do you remember how our lives were? And I do, but... I feel because I always want advancement and progression in, in life and business, whatever it may be, that I could never get to a level I'm at mentally with having a child than without. And 
as we i think every every episode we ever do it comes down to just adapting to all of this yep in every which way yep so uh thanks for joining us everybody awesome topic awesome uh, discussion uh if you have any uh, questions or anything that you uh want to ask us about this uh please make sure you find us uh shout out uh, on an instagram at two dads on a mic Twitter, two dads on a mic. Facebook, two dads on a mic. And where are we now? Oh, and we are now on uh, Spotify and Google Play for all of your podcast needs. Of course, iTunes and Anchor as well. Thank you guys for all this support. My name is Brian Boyd. And I'm Zach Gidler. And we out.